Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we come together and share with leaders to really help every leader become better at what we do. I just believe that this is a great opportunity for all of us every single week to come together and learn more about leadership. We gather in this place because we want to expose leaders to some of the greatest ideas and strategies that we believe can help us all become the leader that God has placed us on the planet to become. Talking about you, there is a leader emerging inside of you. Let me tell you, this is going to be a great, great day for you because we're going to deal with something that's going to be a real blessing. But before I get into that, I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Follow me there. Let me know where you're from. Tell me more about your organization. This is the place we collaborate, we connect. And of course, if you'd like to share this podcast, I want to encourage you to do that. If it blesses you, share it with someone else. We want to reach over a million people with this podcast. I'm so committed to doing that, and I want you to help us do it. So thank you in advance for helping us to do just that. I do also want to appreciate you. And uh, for those of you that go to our website, well, our books, our content, of course, you can get our books on Amazon, but you can find them also at josephwalker3.org. If you'd like us to come in and speak to your organization or whatever, we will do that gladly. So make certain that you allow us to do that. Go right there, josephwalker3.org. And, uh, Share with us. We'd love to share with you. Today, this is that topic a lot of folks have been talking about. How do we lead amidst jealousy? Wow. This is going to be an opening topic for so many of us. Now, the fact that you have jealousy should not be surprising. It is not something that feels good. You're just trying to do what you're called to do as a leader. You're trying to move the needle forward, grow the organization. And then all of a sudden, you start experiencing these adversarial responses. You start having weird feelings about pre-existing relationships. And then there it is. You start realizing that people are jealous. And today, I'm going to help you be a next-level leader in the midst of jealousy. I didn't say moving the jealousy. I said in the midst of it. Because it is definitely par for the course. Based on who you are and all of that, the first thing I want you to remember is to be who you are. Don't apologize for the greatness on your life. Don't apologize for all the things that God is doing in and through you. Don't apologize for your vision. You got to keep being who you are. You can't be negatively impacted by the jealousy and allow yourself to come down and try to entertain the jealousy, the adversary. You have to continue to move forward. Nehemiah is building a wall. They're trying to get Nehemiah to come down and to have conversations with people who are never, ever going to support him, people who are jealous and who have plots against him. And Nehemiah's response was, I cannot come down. The work is too great for me to come down and have that conversation with you. As a next level leader, you've got to choose your conversations well, choose your meetings well. You cannot entertain certain things. You have to continue to be yourself. Do not allow the jealousy to make you change who you are. 
Yeah, you know, sometimes we try to assimilate into certain organizations because we don't want people to feel a certain type of way about us. We become ashamed of our blessings or we become ashamed of our opportunities and we try to dummy down who we are just to make people who are insecure feel better about themselves. No, no, be who you are. I believe that point right there has liberated somebody. I believe right there you have gotten what you needed because it's so important. I know I was that person that oftentimes would walk in the room and I would think, well, I don't want this person to feel any kind of way. I mean, I know they're dealing with this or that. That has nothing to do with you. You have to walk in every single day being the best version of yourself and let other people work through their own emotions. And you've got to deal with that and understand that you are called. You are called to be who you are. And here's the point number two. We'll break it down further. The greatness on your life exposes the insecurities of other people. Every time your great self walk into places, it will always expose the insecurities of other people. And that's what is the root of jealousy. The root of jealousy oftentimes is because of unmet expectations in the lives of those who are jealous concerning you. They see you achieving and they think through their lives about what they could have accomplished, what they should have accomplished. And here you go, accomplishing it and doing it. They have to be negative. They have to be jealous. And you have to recognize that, that oftentimes it's not so much even an attack on you. It's exposing their insecurities about their own life and their own journey. You're walking around debt-free or a blessed person financially, and people just hate on it. They're jealous because they made poor decisions financially for themselves. Or, you know, your kids are, you know, doing well and their kids are not. It's the same thing. Or you, you know, you, you put the work in, you grind it, your business is growing and your church is growing and theirs not because they didn't put the work in. They didn't, you know, have the discipline. And as a consequence, they, they just can't deal with it because being around you constantly reminds them of what they did not do. That's the key point that when you're working among, leading among jealous people, that they are constantly reminded of what they did not do, what they should have done. And as a consequence, you have to just understand the place from whence it's coming and know it's not so much a personal attack upon you. It's just the way it is. It exposes their insecure. I've learned this some time ago, man. I've just prayed for people in those spaces that I realized that, man, you know, I'm going in and, you know, I've written books and people, you know, everybody's not excited about that because some people are writing a book and they've been writing it all their life because they never pushed it out. You know, or, you know, you've tried to get to certain places financially and certain places spiritually, certain places physically. And then some people say, you think you're all that or all, you know, it's because it's exposing their insecurities. So you got to, the first thing, be who you are. Then remember the greatness on you exposes the insecurities of other people. The third thing is that you have to seek to include rather than isolate. Now, being a next level leader means that you're not going to be an isolationist. It is so easy to just say, you know what, I'm just going to draw a line in the sand and I'm not going to deal with those folks. But you're a leader. And a leader is about including people, whether or not they support you or not. Leaders want to bring everybody around a common vision and win them over by the work that they do and by being able to develop people beyond their own emotions, beyond their EQ. Right? And so I say this all the time, emotional intelligence is big, but I've got to make sure I am not isolating people, just throwing it out and saying, I'm not going to deal with them. They're jealous. They have issues. No, I'm a leader. I can pull people together who can work with me and those who are jealous of me at the same time 
and I can make things happen. Here is one of the greatest tests of your leadership. Can you work with people who are jealous, who may not support you, but can you get those people galvanized around a singular issue and push that needle forward? Man, you ever seen on the night in which politicians win, they go into office and they'll say something like, for all those who voted for me and even those who did, now it's time for us to put aside our differences and come together to make our country better, to make our city better. What they're really saying is, I have to work with people who don't like me. I have to work with people who are jealous of me. I have to be able to still be a leader of all people, not just the people who support me. Remember this. You are a leader of all people, not just the people who support you, who clap for you. Sometimes you've got to lead the people who really are jealous of you, who envy you. But yet, you have to rise above, transcend those emotions, transcend those negative thoughts, and be the leader you are called to be. All right? Here's number four. This is important. Allow others to see your heart so they can trust your hand. They need to trust your hand, the thing that you're doing. But the reason people are suspicious about your hand, they are jealous and they, they have hesitancy about the thing you're doing because people often don't know your heart. Let me give an example. But when I started pastoring the church I pastored many, many years ago, I wondered why I experienced so much resistance. I was doing things, and but people didn't know my heart. They thought I was doing things just to be doing them out of spite, or they thought I was just trying to dismantle the history and legacy of what they built up. So I viewed this jealousy and this, this envy and this bitterness toward me as, wow, where's this coming from? As a, as a personal attack. Until I sat down and started taking people to lunch, I sat down in small groups with folks, and they got to know me and I got to know them. And they begin to understand my heart, my heart for the community, my heart for people, my heart for their future. And at that moment, they started trusting my hand. They started trusting my decisions. Does that make sense? So when you lead among people who are struggling with your decisions, struggling with what you're doing and how you're doing it, it's important that you show them your heart so they can trust your hand. You can't just move by your hand and just do and do and do. Because what's happening is you're trusting that they're going to just follow what you do where they don't know who you be. When people understand that you are a human being, and they understand the place of authenticity and sincereness and compassion, empathy, that what you do comes from, they'll be more inclined to embrace what you do, even if they feel some kind of way about it, even if it challenges them or stretches them or even exposes even greater insecurities, they at least realize you're not doing something for self-serving purposes. You're doing it to advance the kingdom, to empower the community, to make the organization better than the lives of those who are connected to you better. That's why the moment people understand your heart, it'll help them even with their jealousy. There are people who will tell you today, man, I, I couldn't stand you when you got on the show. I couldn't stand you when you first got here. You ever had somebody say that? And then they got to know you better and now you, you guys are really cool, right? Because people got to see your heart. Don't ever close your heart off and just say, forget that. That's not important. I'm just going to do what I do. That's not a good leader. A leader doesn't just make those decisions without regard to people. You have to think about the people that work with you and work around you. They, they have feelings and they have emotions. They, 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 have, they have great joys and hopes for the organization as well. So you have to factor all that in. Number five is be careful who you share your dreams with. <laughs> My name is Joseph and I... I understand this biblical backdrop of Joseph who 
shared his dream with his brothers, and as a consequence, his whole life went into a tailspin, all because he shared his dreams too soon. You can't share the dream with everybody. Let me say it again. You cannot share the dream with everybody. It's incredibly important that we all understand this because when we understand that people are going to inevitably be jealous about what is going to happen in your life, Joseph's brothers were jealous. Scripture talks about this. They envied him. They hated on him because he was sharing truth, but it was to the wrong people. Some people don't have the capacity to handle the totality of the dream and vision that God has given to you. You have to give it to them in bite-sized pieces. You can't overwhelm people who are insecure because you're creating even a more volatile environment of jealousy. So I want you to really process and think about that and begin to say, how can I create a better atmosphere so that I can help these folks who are jealous, <laughs> be able to support what I'm doing. Don't share your dreams with everybody. Don't do it. It is incredibly important that you are mindful every single day that you're not wasting your dream. It's important. But I want you to also think about this, and I think it's, it's incredibly important. Don't Watch this, fan flies while driving. I've shared this before. <laughs> and the illustration is in the car with my daughter one time and we were driving, it's her and I, she's in the back seat, and traffic is not as good as it could be. And man, the fly gets in the car. She's panicking, she hates bugs. Daddy, daddy, kill the fly. Daddy, please kill the fly. And I gotta make a decision. Am I going to focus on this fly? That's irritating her. It's not going to kill her, but that's irritating her. Am I going to drive this car? Now, for a moment, I take my eye off the road, look at the fly, and say, where fly? Where? And then it hits me. I'm the elder in the car. I'm the leader. So if I take my hand off of the steering wheel, if I take my eye off of this road to fan a fly, I literally, watch this, I'm going to jeopardize her life and my life. I'm going to put us at risk over a fly. You cannot put your vision, your destiny, your organization at risk fanning flies. There's so many people who do that. You are sitting up, focused on flies, irritants, people who are talking about nothing, people that are trying to throw you off your game. You can't respond to everything written about you. You can't try to clap back at every post. You're fanning flies. As a next level leader, man, I'm telling you, you got to keep on pushing. You got to keep on going. You've got too much to do for you to take your focus off of your destination. Why would you derail your destination over a temporary inconvenience? Sometimes you just got to let the weather down, let the fly go its way. <laughs> let me review what we've talked about. I hope this is helping you today because you're going to have jealousy around you as a leader. It's just par for the course and but I want you to be who you are. Remember, be who you are. And remember, your greatness will expose the insecurities of others. No matter who you are, always remember that. But then also seek to include rather than isolate. Make sure, hey, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to include the people. I'm going to lead to inclusion and not isolation. 
not going to draw lines in the sand and say, you know, you have nothing, nothing you can do to be a part of this. No, I can work for people and with people who don't support me because I'm not a leader of some of the people. Remember this, I'm a leader of all of the people. Allow others to see your heart. People seeing your heart are just seeing your hand. I want them to see my heart so they can trust my hand. I want them to know where my heart is about the situation, that I care about people, I care about the employees, I care about their families, I care about them. So very, very important. So let's make sure, let's make sure that we absolutely let people see our hearts. And then let's be careful who we share our dreams with because we recognize that everybody does not have the capacity to handle your dream. Give it to people in bite-sized pieces. Be careful that you don't expose too much to everybody else. I've learned this over leadership over 30 years in my church, in businesses and organizations. I have to roll vision out slowly. I do not, do not, do not share the totality of everything I'm going to do. I never show my hand like that. No, 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 no. Everybody can't handle it. So you have to be mindful of that. That's an issue of emotional intelligence. Everybody cannot handle the totality of what God is going to do in and through you. So you have to be careful what you post, how you post it, when you post it, what you share, what you release. You have to do it in stages sometimes. Doesn't mean you're ashamed of it. It just means you're using wisdom. The final thing is fruit defends itself. So produce, produce, produce. In the midst of jealousy, let the fruit speak for you. You don't have to try to defend what you're doing. The fruit, the works that you do will speak for themselves. You shall know them by the fruit that they bear. The Bible says in John 15, in verse 8, herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. People cannot fight the fruit. They may be jealous of you, but they can't deny the fruit. There were people early on who used to say about me, I don't like him. I don't like what's going on over there, but I can't, I can't lie. They're all growing. I mean, he is touching the community. I just don't like him. Well, that's okay if you don't like me, but it's the fruit. Am I still moving the needle? Am I still doing what God called me to do? Here's what I want you to think about. You've got to continue to do what you're doing and let the fruit defend itself. You've got to produce, produce, produce without excuse. As a next level leader, I want you to keep your hand on the wheel. I want you to keep getting up every day, going in, doing what you're doing, and focus on, am I being productive? Am I making this thing happen? Am I moving the needle forward? This is what you're called to do. This is what all of us are called to do because we are next level leaders. Produce, produce, produce. Focus on the fruit, not the frustration. Get it? Focus on the fruit, not the frustration. I want to thank you so much for listening today. I really do. Man, you guys are amazing, and I appreciate you so much. And I want you to let me know if you were blessed by this. Hit me up on Instagram at josephwalker3. I love to hear your story. I love to hear how this helped you get through a hurdle. And I want to pray for you, pray over your organization. So let me know. josephwalker3 at Instagram right there. And of course, I encourage you to share this, share this. You know someone who's struggling with jealousy. They keep telling you about it. Send them this one. Let them know this is the one you ought to listen to. And if you share it, you get it. Somebody shared it with you, share it with someone else. It's going to help every leader know how to handle these toxic environments and how to continue to produce in the midst of them. I want to thank you so much. And I appreciate all of you for supporting this podcast and being a part. And I want you to know 
as a next level leader, we got things to do. So let's put out the fruit, man. Let's keep pushing fruit out because fruit can defend itself. I pray God's blessings be upon you. Lead on, even in the midst of jealousy. You be blessed. We'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.